So I have a story just arriving in today. Oh my God, absolutely crazy. Um, the, you know, rush hour typically, absolutely everything heaving. It's raining in London, which means everything's a lot worse. So I try and get on the tube because I'm going to be late for you guys. So I try and get on the tube. Yes, you were late. And then realize, <laughs> which is I hate because um, I'm never late, unlike you two absolute layabouts. And I get on the tube. A guy gets off. He takes my headphones. He clips my headphones with his bag. And, they, and, he, and he runs on. And everyone starts going, oh, excuse me, mate. And they, they come out of my phone and come out of my ears. And they go, excuse me, mate. Um, uh, you've just got the guy's bag. He turns around, goes, oh, yeah, and then carries on walking. Because <laughs> he's socially fucking conditioned to be like, but I have to walk in this situation. <laughs> so they've gone. My headphones Wait, are gone now. with your headphones? Do My headphones are gone. He just left with your headphones? He just, he, so, but I got on the train because I was like, I was on, I was like, well. Wait, but this is a true crime. <laughs> he just kept walking. I don't understand. Carried on going, motherfucker. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> So how about that? That's crazy. This guy at work today, someone stole his headphones right out of his little cubby drawer Ooh. in broad daylight. Like he left, he left them there in the morning. By the afternoon, they were gone. I think uh, it's the rain. I think the rain makes I've people funny. It, I know it's the, that famous criminal rain it's a fury. Criminal rain. Yes, Lun- uh... <laughs> it's okay. Take a breath. Um, <laughs> do, wait, it. I, I do, do it. Do it. I can do it. Do it. Do it now. Get it, bitch. <laughs> my favorite line from this podcast cows isn't it well then cows Mm, get it bitch (laughs) (laughs) okay i think we've got enough there (laughs) well because i can't think of a joke so we've got enough what was the joke going to be (laughs) i was just trying to think of like the name of the guy being like uh, patches the rainy burglar anyway sweet fucking jesus Hello and welcome to Butterflies on the Wheel, where life's array of unsung bastards are finally held accountable for their actions. This week, two of us will present a real-life person they've encountered who has been guilty of some form of mild twattishness. As this week's judge, I will decide who has presented the most convincing case, and the winner will have the right to compete again in the next podcast. The offences we report here are all the more criminal because they're not recognised as crimes. But that stops with us. My name is Jack Gardner, the Honourable Gay Judge Jack Gardner, as I like to call myself. <laughs> Finally! Um, I knew this day would come. And I am joined by two experts in the field of shrieking at anything. <laughs> we should really write some of these down. <laughs> Sebastian Hendra. Gerst. And Ragu Keshavan. Shrieking! <laughs> Shriek, bitch! Get it, bitch. Get it, bitch. Get it, bitch. Um, guys. I literally, I say that to myself every day. Like, I'll just see a woman walking on the street. <laughs> Not particularly attractive or cool or interesting. Mm, get it, bitch. Yes. <laughs> I like the idea. I prefer the idea of you waking up in the morning and just looking at yourself in the mirror. And the first words that come out of your mouth are just, get it, bitch. Yeah, after well, the I... 30 minutes of crying. <laughs> <laughs> I tough. really like motivational stuff, which also swears at you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. yeah. Like, it feels authentic if somebody swears at you and tries to motivate you at the same time. Ragu, if you were to hire a personal trainer, what would you like that personal trainer's approach to you to be? Would you like it to be, like, encouraging or would you like him to tell you, or show her to tell you that you're you're the worst? No, it would be shame. Shame? It would definitely be shame. I like it. Shame! (laughs) Shame! No, I had this... um, I wasn't asking you. Sorry. I'm really sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I don't care. Fucking brutal. (laughs) Anyway, so I had this instructor once who's Australian and like his his rallying cry was fuck it up, bitches. <laughs> Come on, fuck it up. Fuck, so. it, fuck it up. Fuck it up. Turn those treadmills on, fuck it up. 
so fucking funny. Shannon from Barry's Bootcamp, I love you. The rules are simple. One, no more than three minutes for opening arguments. Two, the crime must be trivial. Leave the Ukrainian president, what's his name? Something Zelensky. Something Zelensky. So basically, just as we were coming to this recording, I was like, think of someone that we can put in this bit. And Sebastian and Ragu proposed another person who I don't know. I don't know if he's the, the worst one in the equation, though. Oh, you're looking at me like I've been following Austrian politics. I realize that I'm Ukrainian. Usually... Oh, you... sorry. God, you're both <laughs> fucking illiterate. And three, the crime <laughs> <laughs> must fit the punishment. Is that what we the say? Punishment must fit the crime. Ah, Jesus, it's a, a good one today, listeners. We are fucking <laughs> on this one. You need to take a shot or something. We you need, need to level out. We need a toin cost, and that toin cost is going to be. Um, what about something really heavy? Okay, how about this miniature Hoover? <laughs> That's actually a massage gun. What? For the what? normal parts of your body. What the actual fuck is this, Sebastian? Why it's, is this lying around not, your house? It's not mine. Oh my god! Wait, he's turned <laughs> I it just on. Turned it on. Yeah. Oh, it is a massage Shit. thing. I'm massaging the microphone. Oh, nice. It's basically, it looks like it. I, I know we're too crass in this like podcast. It looks like an industrial strength vibrator. It does. It's it's about the. It's about. I don't the, know what hole that would go in. It's about but. the same size as a leg of lamb, and it's got a. It's got nothing that can be described as a plastic teat on it one end. It looks like a tit. It looks like say. it looks I like a boob. And I'm gonna now put it anybody, into my. Honestly, anybody who thinks we're exaggerating, you follow us at Instagram. Seriously, <laughs> I am it? now on camera going to use this on my enormous. Back muscles. Oh, it's so damn good. No one won last week. Ragu, I'll allow you to call. Ragu. I guess teat side up. Teat side up. Three, two, one. Yeah. Teat side, <laughs> side up. Uh, no, Sebastian can go first because I know he wants to. Before we go into the stories, can you please like our podcast? Can you please share our podcast? And you can, can you please write a review to us? That'd be great. And also, can you send us in your stories at butterflyspodcast at gmail.com? <laughs> Thank you. Um, don't interrupt me. Good morrow. May it please the court, both befuddled judge and bespectacled opposition, pray hie thee hither to hark the tidings we, the royal we, bring before me ladies and magenta cocks of the jury. What the fuck are you talking about? Seriously, what is this? Just go with it. I'm doing a Shakespearean thing. Okay. Thy lily-livered ears, our fiery torment, must yearn to hear its stink of crime and floods of trivial tears. Spilt in rage midst the mire of public transport in righteous agony against a younger cohort. Of late we, the royal we, were hexed, vexed, perplexed, and unsexed by the loud rumblings of other times so sweet music. Music here played out in cacophonous impunity as we, the royal we, sailed the streets of London unmerrily, a smiling prisoner in that blood-red barge, the bus numbered 38, where criminals loomed large. Hold on, what the <laughs> fuck are you talking about? I've got to interrupt you here. What the fuck are you talking about? These kids on the bus were playing music on their phones. Ah, oh, the worst. Fuck, the worst. I had no idea. Thank you, my gracious cunsman. I will continue. Um, Sorry, I guess I'll you drop the... <laughs> what, you just called us? Cunsman. <laughs> Councilman. Anyway, seriously. So music being played off of phones. This is something that happens so often in New York that it kind of passes you by because public transport is like the fucking Hunger Games in New York. Kill or be killed. When someone starts playing music off their cell phone in New York, it's like, oh, wow, I'm so glad that they're expressing themselves that way rather than putting on a fire and machete circus backed up by a mariachi band. <laughs> in London, however... Silence prevails. It's one of my favorite things about this city. But not so several days here with 2-4, my good cuntsman. Hey, we're back. 
I boarded my usual bus to work roughly 30 minutes late due to my absolute insistence on taking my morning ablutions with leisure. And I'm feeling like a real grown-up because I finally stopped giving a shit if the higher-ups see me walk in at 10 a.m. The bus is serene. The bus is full of grown-ups like me. Silent, serene, serious grown-ups who can be confidently late to work. We get to the next stop and I hear a bit of a hullabaloo as two (laughs) teenagers board the train. They are everything my fellow bus grown-ups and I despise. They are literally jockeying one another to get upstairs, jumping this way and that, cackling maniacally as they crash onto the upper deck to, oh, so predictably, take over not one, but two rows with their feet, which are, of course, resting on the seats. Equally predictably, I become agitated. (laughs) Then, to my utter delight, the two little cocklings take out their headphones and start listening to music in silence. Joy. Now, just for some context, this was Monday, and the day before my neighborhood had been taken over by Hackney Carnival. The celebrations, slightly loud for my grandmotherly taste, were clearly very fun, and it was good to see some state-sanctioned merriment in my otherwise crackhead-infested neighborhood. (laughs) But back to the bus. The two boys soon remove their headphones and begin playing what I recognize as the sounds of Hackney Carnival. Now, we all know how embarrassing it is to open your Instagram stories and have the unwanted shitstorm of audio blare out of your phone. It's mortifying. It's wrong. And most of all, it hurts my ears. But these two had no such compunction. So at the first screaming Instagram story, I vigorously rustle my bags and whip my head around furiously to glare at them. They do not notice me. Then another minute passes. Instagram stories still blaring. I grip my bag in frustration and with a more measured, menacing pace, turn my head to face them. Nothing. So now I start rehearsing a few options for how to confront them. Option one, I kindly walk up to them and say, excuse me, but could you turn that down a bit, please? No. They look at me bewildered and start laughing with each other. They say something appropriate like, fuck off, wanker. (laughs) What? Don't know why they're Australian now. (laughs) And I laugh too as I sulk back to my seat, utterly... (laughs) emasculated option two i whip my head around again and bark yo turn that shit down this is fucking ridiculous they get angry we fight i take a few punches but then the tables turn and in true shakespearean style i just (laughs) (laughs) and in true shakespearean style i slash (laughs) why can't you say it it's not even that funny. I just can't. Woo, okay. <laughs> Don't look at me. <laughs> okay. I take a few punches, but then the tables turn, and in true Shakespearean style, I slash both their throats and watch them bleed out on the floor of the bus, grinning and probably spitting a bit while I deliver a soliloquy to the cheering passengers about the nature of. However, as I'm contemplating which of these options to pursue, the two ruffians do the unthinkable. They get off the fucking bus. With their phones still blasting the drums and whistles of carnival celebrations, they fall out of the bus onto the street, continuing their public disturbance as we speed off. So... 
for the crime of committing a most trivial crime and then preventing me from confronting them about it or delivering any form of retribution, criminal or trivial, I condemn these two rogues for their cacophonous knavery on the bus numbered 38. Judge, Jerry, thank you very much. Brilliant. So the reason... Raggy. The that... real crime here. <laughs> oh my God. But the reason that we know that Sebastian is a serial killer is because he did text <laughs> us earlier on today, Raggy, did he not, saying, I've written something that I've just found so funny I'm not going to be able to I get out. I can't stop laughing. And yeah. I kept on thinking about what that would be. And now it turns out that it's a bit... And I thank you for the transcript here, Sebastian. <laughs> it's... <laughs> It's it's you talking about how you're going to slash their throats and watch them bleed out on the floor. <laughs> and you cannot literally look at him. You cannot deal with how I really want to try again, but I know that it wouldn't help. I can't say it. It's 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 just the idea of um watching my enemies perish before me. <laughs> I don't know, it just tickles me. You are going to be on the news one day. But there's just um we all know these people. They are so unbelievably offensive. Like, what right do you have also, to it is... invade all of our personal space with sound? I love as well how this all happened in his head. When he first started talking about, like, you getting emasculated, I thought that actually happened. All in his head. Yeah. All in his head. No, these were just different options I was weighing. No, but it is, it, it is one of the things that is most embarrassing, is if your Instagram starts making noise. <laughs> Thank you. Um, Raghu yet, yet again showing his cutting lawing ability. <laughs> yeah. What a lawyer you, you have made. Are you going to cross prosecute me? No, I'm some? not going to cross. I, I actually really like it. Um, I I'm afraid the Shakespeare stuff has just blown my mind. <laughs> Literally nothing happened during this crime, but I thought that shouldn't stop me from reporting it. No, of like, course not. I should, I should have my day um, and my say. Three points. Um, I like b- bus grown ups. I like. Bus I, I, I will now identify as being bus grown-ups. Um, I like that you, as your retaliation is to grip my bag, as if that's a standard. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was just like, I had to make a show of myself to show that I was. Upset, and that so show was, like, was gripping no, your no, no, bag. No, 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 it's like rustle your bag, you know, and like be like. It's such an old lady thing to do. Shiver- yeah, it's yeah. like you have to be a minimum fifty-six to Thank like you. even think of that. Um, and then the other thing as well was that they did the unthinkable which is to get off the bus. I don't think that's unthinkable now, is it? It was I think that's entirely thinkable. The reason why it's unthinkable is because they thwarted his imagined revenge. Yeah. They did thwart me. They did thwart you. <gasps> the real crime. The real crime here. <laughs> Sebastian, thank you for your right. story. Uh, Ragu, please approach the brunch. And my, my truth. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. So, um, this week... I've come up with something slightly different. Oh, for fuck's sake, not you as well. <laughs> no, I'm not, I'm not going to say... This is going to be very low effort. You did a song, he wrote a fucking poem. I've got somebody else's article. So um, I came across this delightful piece of uh, writing this morning, um, which is why I haven't had the time to come up with some, you know, fucking ridiculously overachieving poem or song. I can't do songs. Is this some of my writing? No, your writing is um, glowing compared to this shit. I think you need a subscription to get onto Medium, don't you, Sebastian? <laughs> Cutting. So basically, this is an article called Why Greta Thunberg and Bill Gates are not on the same side. The ostensible point of this article is that there's a difference in the methods and tactics that you might use to go about tackling climate change and Greta Thunberg has the wrong end of the stick because she does like this emotional like climate activism stuff mm-hmm. whereas Bill Gates approaches like this strategically with like a corporate mindset and all of this shit. Yeah. Which is whatever. Ostensibly there's an argument there. This guy decides to basically go down two alternative avenues which I like to call number one 
wife hatred and being creepy. <clears throat> and number two, the rational dude bro. So I'm just gonna I'm just gonna read like a, a, a few small snippets from this article because it is genuinely so bad that I thought it was a piece of performance art. Like what's satirizing. the publication? Uh, it's a it's an Indian newspaper called Live Mint. Okay. Theme one: wife hatred and being creepy. Bill Gates is a hero from another time. Once a mascot of much happier things, and the only person on earth who I've never heard complain about his wife, a baffled man says in the new documentary Inside Bill's Brain that was released on Netflix a few days ago. Now, what? I don't understand why this has to enter an article about climate change, but it but it does. Yeah. Anyway, let, he 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 goes on. Now he goes moving on to Greta Thunberg. He says Thunberg is particularly endearing to women, many of whom consider the girl's critics oh. middle-aged men, which is somehow a descriptive insult today. Several female commentators have used the language of psychiatry when they talk about men who hate Thunberg. Why does she trigger men? They ask. On social media, young women are representing Thunberg's critics through a common meme that young women used to insult middle-aged men. A scene from Game of Thrones in which a young woman is saying, "Uncle, please sit." It's a perplexing <laughs> it's a perplexing choice of meme as it is from a series where uncles are no pushovers, rather they appear to get a lot of sex from young women. Oh my god. I he's not even halfway finished. Jesus. <laughs> to switch back to Gates. Gates is is particularly endearing to men who imagine that they have arrived at their beliefs by considering all the facts and through logical reasoning. They see in Gates a strategic masculine solver of the problems of a weak, miserable world all along aided by an appreciative wife. How first of all, how hard is this guy's dick for Bill Gates? Like, <laughs> also, yeah, what like, is his problem? I do with... not view Bill Gates that way. I also, view him as like a weird little nerd. Also, what is his rich. problem with wives? Yeah. <laughs> like, well, that. What? But that's like a real crime. What is this fucking issue? <laughs> okay, okay. So this is this is the wife hatred and creepy avenue. The second avenue is the rational dude bro, which is this whole stick about Gates being just a genius who like is scientific about everything. The first line of this article, the subheading goes. Gates is practical and uses science to find solutions, while Thunberg is an endearing Pied Piper. Oh <laughs> my God! Wait, but that's also bullshit because in her speech to the UN, she had tons of science. No, exactly. Stuff. But also, who writes? <laughs> I didn't understand any of it. But, but who who seriously says the words? Gates is practical and uses science. Yes. <laughs> also, since when is Bill Gates a climate scientist? He's not. No, he's, he's just like a, rich a software guy. engineer. But, uh, let the let the lawyers finish. Yeah, hang on. Sorry. So, so I've I've just a couple more left. I put the system on trial. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck sake. Thunberg has Asperger's syndrome, and through her, everyone in the world who feels vulnerable is reassured by activism, which is, after all, a flea market of human frailties. Jesus. Oh, wait, wait, it gets better. Inside Bill's brain, on the other hand, reaffirms the great strengths of a billionaire who can read 150 pages of a dense book in an hour with quote unquote 90% attention. As a man says, though there is no way he can know what percentage Gates retains of his reading. This last bit is unbelievable. Human suffering, Gates says calmly in the documentary, as though with no emotion, is a resource constraint problem. <laughs> At which point, the only thing I could think of was that presumably he had considered all of the facts and logically reasoned that the only option other than no emotion for a billionaire uttering those words was maniacal evil laughter. <laughs> that is fucking ridiculous. So for the crime of inflicting this um, writing would be a stretch, this sort of... Splurge. This splurge of word vomit and piss. Bilge. Uh, this bilge. Upon, <laughs> bilge water. Uh, upon our collective consciences. Consch- consciousnesses. Conchai. Conchai. Thank you. 
uh, I condemn this man before the court. <laughs> the amount of vitriol that Greta Thunberg sparks among men who don't like being told what to do at all, but then also don't being like being told what to do by like a, a girl, a girl, yeah. yeah. But I, but it's 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 just appalling. It's and, and I get is, it. There's so boring, many people in my office are just like I got men, old men in my office that just have this horrible contempt towards her, despite the fact that she's done more to enter the zeitgeist than any of them put together could ever do. No, but I think that's the reason. And cha- well, no, maybe that is. Yeah, I mean that's no. But my my problem with this is that it's so easy to see the trap you're going to fall into because you are just because the optics <laughs> of it, you are an old angry man and she yeah. is a young girl. It's so easy to not be sexist about this. Yeah. Just by saying. I disagree yeah. for X, Y, and Z rational reason, which does not involve my wife or your wife oh or anybody God. else's wife. Exactly, and it seems like he but was. But is pitching... he writing that from like putting himself in the shoes of people of like men looking at them, or is that his? Because that would be an interesting. No, he's paid to be but... provocative. He's like want, he's want... just being. I don't. A dick I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely clear. I do not want any interesting comparisons drawn in this court. <laughs> not a single one. He is pitting men against women in this for just no fucking reason, <laughs> that guy, isn't he? I mean, his point basically seems to be that he doesn't like her. And because some people have said that some critics of Greta Thunberg are sexist, mm. he can sort of gaslight them yeah. by being sexist. Yeah. Mm. Jeremy Clarkson wrote something today. No, no, it's he, told, it's... he told Greta Thunberg to be appreciative of all the grown-ups who've ever done for her because they gave her laptops so she should shut up and be polite. <laughs> fucking seriously. Can you imagine? Well, no, like, then... What do you have to do? What are you, kind of person do you have to be in order for you to go through all the processes it takes to write an article attacking an autistic young girl? I think I've got it. Please tell me. Divorced. Got it. Right. Gentlemen, punishments, please. May I approach the brunch? You can approach the brunch. Um, so the real crime here the real crime. is blatant disrespect for other people's personal space. And as I have said in the past, we all need to pay it forward. The world is not getting any easier. <laughs> so I condemn these two boys to the following trivial punishment. Whenever they're on a long haul flight, when they can't just walk out of their mode of public transport, I want them to be assigned seats in one of those middle rows on one of those huge planes in between those kind of obese three packs a day smokers who just cannot stop coughing. The whole flight hacking, throaty coughing (laughs) that they can't escape no matter how far they shove their headphones and their earplugs in their selfish fat little ears. Every single long flight? Every single long flight. And they have to travel a lot for business. Can I, see, can I see your notes, please, sir? These shall be em- entered into our archives. Ragu? Gratuitous. Have you, see, have you guys heard of that show where, like, they're like friends all get... It's like a reality friends? TV show. Friends? Shut the fuck I've up. heard of friends. There's like, it's a reality TV show where friends get their friends the worst tattoo yes. possible. Fucking love that show. Oh, yeah. Right? It's like harrowing. It's no, it sounds so bad. really bad. It's so bad. Like, it sounds fucking awful. Um, but basically, I want um, Greta Thunberg to read that article and then design a tattoo for this guy, <laughs> which he then has to get like on his chest. <laughs> that is elegant. Yeah, I love it. That's really I elegant. Love it. That's my punishment. Um, thank you very much. I love that idea. I think, but I think in your with your punishment, Ragu. Yeah. I don't know if she'd be the best designer of it. I, I think, know, I know, but uh, I, is, I want to. I want to see what weird shit she comes but up with. She is so fucking great. 
that she'd probably be really magnanimous and be like, I would get him, like, I would get whatever he wants or something and turn the other cheek and stuff. Where if you put me on it, the guy's getting <laughs> fucking every single design. It can be, be a DM effort. It every can be single a hate, effort. hate symbol tattooed onto his stupid fucking I was actually forehead. just thinking that she would just be magnanimous and be like, it's okay, you can just have my face. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I remember what I was going to say. Fox News called her a mentally ill little girl addresses the UN in their... In their headline, like the day after her speech, As it was like to a mentally ill president. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it was just like shocking, like you know even what? for them, you know. Like, I'm really starting to lose faith in Fox News. <laughs> I really am. It's usually quality. Um, I mean, what? <laughs> so um, I, I'm continuing my deliberation. Um, Sebastian, your story was uh, th- this is where I feel there's a real um, interesting comparison to be drawn between the two stories. Sebastian, you wrote yours. Ragu. You read an article today, this morning. Um, <laughs> as enjoyable as it was, I do have to give it to the guy who wrote a sonnet. <laughs> so, for this week's winner, based purely on effort, not quality. Can I try reading out my thing one more time without laughing? No. That's all we've got time for. Um, please remember to like, share, subscribe. Uh, particularly writer review, we really appreciate the reviews that have been coming in. I think we've got about 17 five-star review guys. Uh, no. What, since the last time? No. And um, thanks for ruining my thunder. We uh, have a uh, Gmail account for you to write in your stories. We've got a few people who've written in stories that we're going to go and do some, um, uh, do a couple of episodes around that in, a, in, in the near future. Um, uh, that's butterfliespodcast at gmail.com. Our Instagram is butterfliespodcast. Our Twitter is butterfliespod. And that is all she wrote. Anything to say, guys? Good. Bye. <laughs>